It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Well, you're the one that's saying start it. Now you're telling me if I want to. I'm, you're confusing me. The emotionality, Smokey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. You know, I um, I was debating this. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. I was debating this because I, um, I saw, I've been debating this all day. And I remember what you said in that text message that you sent in the chain. You said, this is one of your all-time favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, I see. I see. I, I going. didn't say, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say anything. Before Just... we get into this deep dive for the 1986 horror classic... Maximum Overdrive. Should they be warned? Yes, they should. Please! Warning. This podcast is about the horror genre, specifically horror films. As most horror movies are filled with coarse language, violence, and or gore, the topics and language of the cast of the pod will also reflect the genre. If you have any issues with the aforementioned warnings, please press stop. However, if you have no issue with adult language, movie violence, or the accoutrement that accompanies horror films, please feel free to continue. You have been warned. I guess it would help if I started lowering it like how I normally do. (laughs) You got to get it together today, Josh. Man, we're two days late on recording. Give me a break here. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the cast of the pod, the podcast where the three of us, the dream team of the cast of the pod, myself being Josh. Cobweb. And I'm now uh, going by as the Debs. Oh, yeah. You proud of that? The Debs? Mm -hmm. The Debs. Yeah, I know where you're you're going by the Debs now. But anyways, we'll talk about that later. So like I was saying, the podcast, it's a podcast where the three of us friends, we get together, we have a conversation that it starts off about a movie, but sometimes it leads into other things. And sometimes it turns into a movie review and sometimes it just turns into a big pain in my neck. But besides that, you have been warned. You have been warned. Yeah, they have. And I got y'all back in this episode, people. I got your back. Just remember that cobweb data for you. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just letting them know. Just let, I'm just letting you know. I okay. got y'all back. Okay, so we're going to go into... Wow. 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 That's all I'm saying already. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 1986 maximum overdrive one hour 38 minutes a group of people try to survive when machines start to come alive and become homicidal now dare i say the 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 hint uh, of disdain that i'm feeling from cobweb is it because acdc did the soundtrack for the movie and, and cobweb's not a big acdc fan is, 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 what? is that what I'm saying? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that type of guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm trying to be cool about this, but I'm gonna be honest with you, dude. Um, this movie sucked. <gasps> this movie. I can't hold it in any longer, bro. This movie sucked. We hadn't even talked, bro. No, no, no. About this movie, I yet. don't give a crap. I can't take it no more. <laughs> you can go keep going, but I'm just gonna tell you. 
I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in tonight. Everybody, good night. <laughs> so the movie is directed by, written by, snorted up the nose by <laughs> Stephen King. Stars Emilio Estevez, which is Charlie Sheen's brother using their real last name. Pat Hingle and Laura Harrington. Besides Laura Harrington, you'd also recognize Yeardley Smith. You know who that is, right? That's the voice of Lisa Simpson. And Frankie okay. Faison, and Frankie Faison. They all should be slapped. Frankie too? Every single one. Frankie Faison was Coconut Sid in Do the Right Thing. He was the landlord in Coming to America. Had you looked up anything about this movie that you're so upset? No, with? the one guy that was in the movie was at the uh, bar. Wasn't he from, um, yeah, from Do the Right Thing. What's his name? Are you talking about the video game player? Yeah. Giancarlo. Giancarlo um, Espatino. I forgot his name. Shit, I got... I'm so uh, distraught. Distraught by Cobweb. No, he actually did a really good job. By getting, ele- getting electric electrocuted, going yeah. like that. Yeah, he did a good job. The whole thing, <laughs> his whole scene, his whole scene with getting the cigarettes and everything else like that was very believable. And he actually, he he actually did. He was, I think, he was the best character in the movie. Moff Gideon, Giancarlo Esposito, Gus Fring. The amazing actor, best actor. That he is. huh? Best actor, probably no doubt the best actor in this movie. Even though he got electrocuted right at the beginning, because they, they, they didn't know at the time, they didn't know at the time. Wow. So, at the beginning of the movie, you find out that there's a meteorite that's coming in into town into town the earth is gonna i'm gonna go play the damn link now because i gotta say it exact i didn't have to worry about saying it exactly right until i found out that cobweb hates the movie with all his being dude that's because you know what you had that you had that goofy green writing on the screen right in the movie you know and i'm gonna be honest with you josh do you what what it's yellow i'm looking at it right now it's yellow. It's not even green. <laughs> it's green. It's yellow. You might be right. It says on June 19th, 1987, at 9.47 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Earth passed into the extraordinary diffuse tail of Rhea M, a rogue comet. According to astronomical calculations, the planet would remain in the tail of the comet for the next eight days, five hours, 29 minutes, and 23 seconds. Yeah. Right. What what didn't you not like about the movie? What was wrong with the words? Is it showing the green? Okay, okay, okay. It's like this. Once that started, right, you get to this whole thing where the uh, robot started to revolt. I mean, the machine started to revolt against us and had like brain thoughts and and things like that. You just asked me what I did and didn't like. (laughs) I'm I'm not stopping you. I'm not. Okay. 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 Please, please, please continue. <laughs> you okay. strive to. So, right. So, that's kind of like intriguing. You know, you you get into this phase to where this this storyline seems kind of interesting, and it can be very and you know something to do. You know, and if you start seeing these repercussions of these, uh, you know, machines going crazy on people, you know, throughout the world and stuff like that and right. reports and all that, you know, but, you know, the pop can scene was pretty dope. I ain't gonna front. The I what? mean, it was like at a good, it was like the movie took off really good at the beginning when the machines started taking over. But then after that, it was just like somebody just came down off their high. So you're talking about like everything was good until they got to the diner. That, yep. And then that they were trapped plain. there by all the 18 wheelers. That was just, it didn't make any sense. So, the direction was horrible. I mean, like the I mean it would like everybody was like so overreacting throughout the entire movie. And it and it was just like the scenes, it didn't make any sense at times. They had no congeniality flow from scene to scene. It was like so choppy and botched up. So 
before we go any further, we already started talking about this. We're nine, ten minutes into this. We hadn't said that you can find us on social media (laughs) (laughs) at cast of the pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. What else? TikTok. And most importantly, Club 3P. That's a Patreon pod, people. On patreon.com slash cast of the pod. Now, this movie was recommended by one of our patroneers, patrons, one of our, th- our 3P. That's Brendan from Upkick MMA. You can find them on YouTube. And if I'm right, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, 33% of the dream team was recently on upkick MMA. Am I correct? Yes, sir. I knew I was correct. Cause I listened to that whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was a good time. It was a good time. Talked a little bit about a uh, little, you know, WrestleMania night little, one, little wrestling. But, wrestling. um, so now with that being said, Brendan recommended this movie. He wanted to see what we had to say about this movie. And, you know, this being one of my favorite movies from my nostalgia. And it's been a few years since I've seen it. But I was going to come out and say that the movie is not as good as I remembered it. And I found a bunch of flaws in the movie that I hadn't seen before because we had to watch it over three nights. Right, Deborah? Yeah. Mm. And, um, but now I'm like, fuck that, because Cobb Webb's talking a load of shit. This movie's <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> this this is one of my favorite movies also. And I have to agree oh my with goodness. Josh. I have to agree with Josh. Like, after seeing it now, I was like, what did I like about it? Don't say, no, don't, don't say no negatives. It, no, I, I still enjoy it. I still, it's still one of those movies that, um... I can have in the background while I'm doing stuff. That's why it took us three nights to see the movie because we were playing the movie and then playing And I was playing on my phone. Looking up, (laughs) looking up, looking at the familiar scene over here. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking back down, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Looking back up and then. Yeah, and falling asleep. The screams and the explosions and all that, you know, hushing us into a a lull of lullaby land. Yeah. But not because it was boring or anything. Not because it was boring, because it was the comfort. You know what? the comfort oh. of nostalgia. So that's what it was. The member berries. It's no white no. noise. You said you said he was got you to comfort. You guys start fall. You didn't start falling asleep, did you? Yes, we said that. We fell that's asleep. That's literally oh. what I just said. We're not hiding mm. that. We played games. I played games on my phone. Josh did stuff so. on his phone while we were watching it. Okay. Now Is I can't. It, I just confirmed. Now I can't say the shit that I didn't and like about the movie. Why? You liked it a lot. I do. Didn't you like it? I do. Oh, right, I, love, right. I love the movie. Love the movie. It's still one of you my like favorites. The, you, I bet you guys do believe that. What? In your I, hearts. I, I believe what we, I know. <laughs> you, you're not, you don't have to bet. <laughs> We're telling you. <laughs> <laughs> it's still one of our favorites. It's still one of my favorites. I, but. Think, I think this might be the episode that ends all of the cast of the pod. <laughs> We're gonna have no, to do, we're, we're stronger than that. We're gonna have we're to We're stronger disband. than that. We had to go. We had to be the Beatles. <laughs> oh man! Oh wait, wait. Can I be Paul McCartney? Uh, why would you want to be him? He was the first one to die. He's Paul. He's Paul McCartney's still alive. Paul is dead. Didn't you know that? Stop playing, dude. Paul McCartney's still alive. We look up Paul is dead when you get a chance when we're done here you'll see Paul is dead what? that's why he didn't have no shoes on when they were crossing Abbey Road bro <laughs> bro don't are you wait <laughs> Paul is dead Paul just McCartney look, is just, dead just, huh okay just look up are you serious no don't look up Paul McCartney is dead just look up Paul is dead <laughs> Are you, are you, is this going to crush my hopes? Wait a minute. Have did we played the? They've been warned, right? They have yeah. been because warned. Some, all right. All so right. if you guys know something, if you hear this episode, you warn me before I look at it. So Hit me up on the know, DM. How are they going to know? I don't know. 
I don't know. We'll figure I, it out. I, I, I they'll, call gonna, us on, they'll call us on the bus phone. I don't know. I, I, I was going to give you a website address that somebody told me not to go to one time and they sent me the link and I went to it and I was traumatized for life. But I ain't going to do that to you. So no, Paul is, Paul is dead is a legit thing. You'll see. Okay. You will see. <laughs> Wait, this ain't going to be like one of them things like like they have like in the movies when you look at it on the screen and then it chase you and stuff. No, seven days. No, it's not one of that. When are we doing that movie? I don't know. Cobweb's probably not gonna like that one either. That's not true. Come on, guys. I mean, it's not my fault. I mean, I just didn't care for it at all. I mean, it was like so good, and then I was like, they just stuck here and all these trucks. Why are these trucks? Wait, wait, wait. Why? We'll get to that point in a second. We'll get to that point in a second. What did you like about the movie? Besides <laughs> Giancarlo the Esposito. <laughs> the ending. Giancarlo. You have to think that hard. Do, 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 do. I can tell you honestly, tell the truth. Um, you didn't watch the movie, did you? I did watch the movie. I watched the movie very intently, too. That's because I, I really, I was really looking forward to it. Because I was like, oh, I haven't seen this movie before, and it's directed by Stephen King, you know. And somebody warned me about this movie that he was doing some illegal substances during he this said, entire movie. Quote unquote, that he was coked out of his mind, and he wasn't talking about the the beverage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And allegedly, when he was going on these benders and then he was going on into rehab, that um, George Romero was, was a step in, help out a friend, director, unofficially. From Night, Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, allegedly. And you know what? I think that a lot of that, how, how, there seemed like there was two different movies. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You can tell that it was direct. One scene, one part was directed by someone completely different from another. Yep. And because they allowed the actors at times, SBD and something like that, some of their, their dialogue was so just almost like they was reading it. You know, it didn't seem too much. You couldn't feel it, the compassion or anything like that. It was like they were just reading out of a script, like they weren't being directed, like they were just trying to get through it. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. Well, I mean, they're supposed to be showing, you know, when the world's coming to an end, a comet flew by. You know what? Talking about a comet, we have to do Night of the Comet. Have you seen Night of the Comet, Cobweb? No, I have not. Yes, we need to do it. Night of the Comet. Is it like Thunder Barbarian? No, no, no. It, it's about when Haley's Comet was coming by. You, you and I and Deb. You and I, T-Y. Oh, no. You and I. You, shit. <laughs> shit. No, I can't say it. Deb, you, and myself are old enough to remember when Haley's Comet came by when we were kids. Yes. And that's around when this movie came out, Night of the Comet, and stuff happens because of Haley's Comet. And yeah. We'll watch that one soon. Yeah, it's like the you know, like my favorite, one of my favorite all time '80s cartoons, Thundar the Barbarian. The Hanna Barbera, which we call it, Space Ghost Thundar. And, Thundar. Uh, and who were the 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 people that had the little blobs? It was like three, three, three. Who what? The Herculoids. Herculoids. Yes, there you go. Yeah, it was like the Mac. Wasn't it like the Magnificent Seven or something like that? They called it back in the day or something. Something where they had it. Yeah, but no, 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 that's neither here nor there. No, no, no. We're not changing the topic. (laughs) One of our patrons, Brendan from Upkick MMA, brought up this movie. Now either he thinks it's horribly bad or he loves the movie. 
but we got to pay him the respect of at least talking about the movie. You're absolutely right. Now, he says that he never seen this movie, but he always wanted to see it. And but he was too scared to watch it. Most people say Wait. that simply because of the Green Goblin 18 wheeler. <laughs> and all you got to yes, do is I don't think that I, I, let me be honest with you. He couldn't have drove that junk down the street. Let me be honest with you. He's a black man driving a semi truck with a green goblin on the front of it. Yeah. What's wrong with that? What's that got to do with anything? Oh, I get it. It's all about color. That's what he's talking about. It's because the right. goblin it, was green and he wasn't the hobgoblin, which is yellow. It's because he's yes. green. Yes, exactly. That's messed up. So you don't like green? I fear the hobgoblin as well. I think the hobgoblin does not get enough respect. I agree. It depends on which version. No! Back to... <laughs> back to... <laughs> oh, got him again! <laughs> I, have, no, no, I have a hobgoblin tattoo that's a, almost a foot tall. Yeah. So, anyways. Shit. Technically, talking about that is part of the movie because he's in the movie. The Green Goblin. Yes. The Green Goblin. Green Goblin. It is a badass truck, though. Yes. That, that that front of it, that is pretty tight, though. Okay. How so did they get that authorized from Marvel? I don't think they did. Oh. <laughs> Steve- <Yeah. laughs> Stephen King was like, do you know who I am? <laughs> I don't need permission. So according to Stephen King, they asked him why he never directed another movie after this. And he was like, have you seen Maximum Overdrive? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And we're like, yes, we want some more. Maximum like, Overdrive no. 2. No, like, that's no. what he just kept saying, Deb. That's what he just kept saying. What? He wants some more? He wanted some more. He wanted some more. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't talking about the movie neither. But, um, so, we're going to go He said he wanted into, s'mores. So, has, has Brendan seen this movie? He just said no. No, he has not. At all. No. I thought, I thought he said he's all. scared to watch it. Still? Ain't nothing scary about this movie. If you if you live through the recent shutdown, that was scarier than this whole movie. Brendan, Brendan, don't listen to him. I got your back. This movie is terrifying. You will stay up at night sleeping. (laughs) You will never be able to get another night's sleep in your entire (laughs) life if you watch this movie. I get it now. I get it. He doesn't like the movie because it scared him. Brendan. If you watch this movie, right, you will never be able to go to the <laughs> middle of nowhere in the woods and stop <laughs> at a Confederate flag flying Dixie boy truck stop. That's the, that's the worst possible thing you would get by watching this movie. Not going into a truck stop that has a uh, rebel flag on it. <laughs> Which I'm assuming you wouldn't do it anyways. So you ain't going to lose shit if you watch the movie. <laughs> I thought the movie was great. And I still think I thought it back then. I used to think the movie was great, but this last watching as of last night, I didn't even see it the two nights before. There were certain things that made me mad. Now I have to let out that the majority of my adult life, when my father wasn't in the military, he was a truck driver and he was a mechanic and a truck driver in the military also. Right. So I have grown up, worked on, worked in and driven in 18 wheelers a lot of my life right Mm. and I do want to say if you're standing a hundred feet away from an 18 wheeler and it's going absolute zero miles per hour and you get run over by this 18 wheeler (laughs) a hundred feet away hundred yards in some cases Yep. You kind of deserved it. If your foot's not stuck in a bear trap or in fucking uh, the train, whatever things, or if you're not tied to like a witch burning stake or something like that, and you get hit by an 18 wheeler that's at a complete stop, not even on, and you wait there and go, ah! Wasn't it going backwards at a time? Do what? Didn't it go backwards once with the yeah, trailer for, for or something? the Bible salesman? For the Bible <laughs> salesman. <laughs> um, How hard is it to back an 18 wheeler up like that? Straight. 
Oh, if, if you're a professional driver, not hard at all. Not hard at all. Oh, but, that's right. Or AT Wheeler. That's a lie. He can he can do it. Yeah, because he, he knows where he's going. But it's but, a Green Goblin. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Green Goblin can do whatever. That Bible salesman was like, "Get out of my way, bitch." It was funny because he was he was selling the Bibles. He's like, this Bible will protect you from the swarms and the locusts and all the evils of the world. And then he sees his car get hit by the truck and he like face palms. He's like, get out of my way, bitch. <laughs> yeah, he did. And then he goes out there and he's like, this motherfucker just hit my car. And they're like, get out of the way. And he's like, you're not going to tell me what to do. All he had to do was move three feet to the left or move three feet to the right but he ran straight and then stopped and got hit by an 18 wheeler in reverse that was at 0.0 miles per hour and was off and he heard it get turned on and then it started backing up and he still got hit running straight away to the ditch he stopped he should have dumped into the ditch Dude, man, he hit the eighteen wheeler. The eighteen wheeler didn't hit him. The yeah. way that they filmed, Wait. the way that they filmed it, yeah, it did look like like the eighteen wheeler was stopped, and he just like did a face bump, <laughs> ran into it, boom. Yes, and they just reversed it up. What were you gonna say, Deb? I was gonna say the the reason why he got hit is because he had the same, um, what do you call it? The same thought, like how people do now. I'm a pedestrian. This truck's not gonna hit me. Oh, I hate that shit. I can walk in front of a car. They have to stop for me. I don't have to be in the the crosswalk. I can just walk anywhere else and just step right off the curb. And everybody has to look out for me. I don't have to look out for them. I'm the pedestrian. And then, that's the idea. Yep. And then that's why he was like, "You hit my truck, and now you're gonna have to deal with me." And he's like, "It was a he's- Karen." He was thinking that he was bigger than an 18 wheeler. Oh. He was a Karen. Means he was caring oh. too much about the wrong thing. <laughs> he was Kevin. Kevin, yes. Chad. He was a Kevin. Yeah, Chad, yes. A Chad. He was a Chad. And so what happens? You ain't winning against an 18 wheeler. Nope. Yeah, nope. If you run face forward into it, take two I steps mean, to the left, two steps to the right. I don't know about you, but down here in South Texas, South Texas, we have an urban legend, a a myth known as the donkey lady. And she has donkey lady bridge out on the south side and she'll come out. She's got a messed up face. And and some people say that, Dad, what are you doing to your computer over there? Oh, it's funny. I didn't even see that. I was looking at you. (laughs) So people say that, um, she may have been misfigured or deformed or whatever and, and caught up in a fire and um, she was breathing weird and all that and that's why they remember and she didn't die after the fire and that's why they called her the donkey lady but um, supposedly when you're a kid you learn you run zigzag you don't run straight same thing same thing with this truck yeah I mean Another thing that pissed me off was these trucks are so fucking stupid. They're like, we're mad at y'all. I'm not saying people. I'm saying trucks. These trucks that were were caught in the dust of this comet that made them come to life. They're like, we're mad at y'all. We need gas. We're going to drive around the ge- the truck stop until you give us gas. And then there was Why? a whole line of them. They could have just sat down and waited, parked all the way around the truck stop, and then bumper to bumper, bumper to bumper, blocked everybody in. Anybody tries to get out, then you just just squish them. That's all you got to do real quick. Yep. Wait a second. Okay, here you go. Now, they had a lot of ammo in that place, right? They had, he had rocket launchers. Law, L-A-W, light. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, those yeah. are one and dones. You do not reload those. Like how he kept on reloading it in the movie. Well, for him it worked out, so he had a bunch of them because he had a box. When he had one of them crates. Well, he they had a few, yeah. But he was like, "Load yes. me up again, Bobby. Load me up again, man." And that is Pat Hingle. Whenever I see Pat Hingle, I think of the best Batman movie ever, the first Michael Keaton Batman. 
And wasn't he like, oh, yeah. Go- like Commissioner Gordon or something? I think so. Yeah, he was. He was. I'm glad he finally did something good after <clears throat> being a douchebag in this movie. <laughs> well, I'm glad he, yes, he, he, he did turn his career around. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I would have just, I mean, I would have just set up there and just start lighting them up. Why would you wait that long with all these ammo in there and just stay there like that? Why wouldn't you just light them up so bad to where you, they can't get past the road anymore because there's so many dead trucks in the middle of the street? Because to quote the Dukes of Hazard, he was a good old boy. Never changed his will. Something. Some days <laughs> a mountain might get him, but the law never will. <laughs> He, what is that he was mean? a bootlegger. He had all that bullshit in his basement, and he was he was he was still thinking like a criminal, not like a survivalist. That, that's why. Look at how he was okay. telling all his employees: if you're gonna go find your son who might be dead in the middle of this world, shutting down car eating people tragedy, you better clock out first. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was like, so like, and then when he got shot and killed, it was not dramatic at all. Nope. They didn't even show him get hit. Like he was just there standing up. And, and, he, then, and then they, they yeah. cut to something else and cut straight back to him. He already had the holes in his chest. And he falls inside, lets off that law rocket. Right. Because I'm sitting up there thinking, like, come on, man, I could have been better than that. This is something, a, a major character. They're supposed to be in this movie that you're supposed to hate and you want to see him get his due. You and see all you other get people a, get theirs. But you don't see him technically get his. And before he, exactly. he before he dies, he takes out another one of the trucks. It's like, I'm taking one out with me. I'll tell you what ruined the movie for me and then kind of made it good at the same time. Yardley Smith. <laughs> Yardley. The voice of Lisa Simpson. Okay. She every character she's ever played, the legend of Billie Jean, uh, and this. I don't know. Did she do anything else? She did, but I don't She's mm-hmm. done she's done tons of things. She's done Lisa Simpson. But um yeah. So known for the Simpsons, Maximum Overdrive, and the Legend of Billie Jean. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and ain't all three of them are great. Yeah, she she relied on that Simpsons. That's the check. Yeah, shit. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> Hell yeah. She got royalties like that. <laughs> I'll take so, a Simpsons check for you. Another thing that made me mad was yeah, they had all that firepower. They had grenades. And then Char- I was going to say Charlie Sheen. Emilio Estevez tells that one guy when because when, here comes a, a, a Jeep with like a broom handle sticking out of the top. It's not even a Jeep. It's just like a flatbedded kind of weird thing. Doesn't have a front window or nothing. And there's like a 50 caliber up on top. (laughs) Like they summoned it to come there. And and Charlie Sheen. Well, Well, they actually did because they were all honking. They were all honking. Yeah. Um, When it gets there and it shoots everybody and it kills, um, Pat Hingle. Did you notice it growled? Yes. A, a lot of no. the trucks growled. And even um let me go ahead uh ahead when the the kid was trying to find his find his way to the diner or find yeah. his way and he was in that yard hiding from I think it was an ice cream truck. Yeah. And the lawnmower started it started and it growled at him as also. Yeah. Well, see, some people are saying that. that they were invisible aliens. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Which is kind of weak because then they should have been smarter. These vehicles. Well, if but, they I were, mean, if, they, they, if, it, if they that was it. true, if they were invisible aliens, it would make sense because not all the cars turned on. Not all the cars Turned right. against them. Pat Hingle's car stayed the same. Not all the utensils. See, that was something else. When the that's what I kid, yeah exactly yeah his car didn't turn. But when the little blonde kid was driving down the street in the bike, some people's ears were bleeding because their Walkmans killed them. That one lady had the the hair dryer cord around her neck. The dog yep. had the the, the dog had the remote control police car in his mouth. Yep. So there, needless to say, this movie's filled with plot holes. But there's the good scenes of, and then there's the scene where, um, Deb. What? Deb, where, what's the other scene? Well, when he's riding, like, trying to get away from the ice cream truck. Did you notice the song that they're playing? No. Rules I don't remember. Rent, Fifty cents, seven. I don't know the words. King of the Road. The song's called King of the Road. It's a it's a truck driver song. I knew it because okay. my dad. All right. Yeah. I did. I never heard it. Before. Yeah. That, that's the, that's the song they're playing. Yeah. Okay. You know. And then what about the time when the kid he's got the gun at, and he shoots the uh, the uh, humans here, humans here, humans here. Humans. Right. 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 No. He does the um the drive through. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. And it's saying humans, yeah, humans here, here, humans here. It's trying to give He's away. Like, this one's for my dad. So he shot a machine gun that's louder than the thing saying humans here, humans here, and draw more attention to himself. <laughs> so right. Nicholas is saying, and then he says, I, I, I don't want this. I don't want this anymore. <laughs> when he was a kid. And he was did they should have a machine gun. Club FTK. Right. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Fuck that kid. <laughs> yep. Yep. So here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. End of the movie, they all escape on a boat that has a motor in the boat. I mean, they, they're using the sails on it, but it still has a motor. They know these shits can turn on and off however they want. So they still... I thought they are going to go to like a, a, a kayak or get like some rowboats or something like that. But anyways, they go off to an island that I heard this island has no cars and no whatever. When? When did you hear about an island that has... You've been been two days into the world taking over. Ain't no internet. And you know CB radios or shit and all that. That was another thing that made me mad. Damn it, Cobweb. It's all your fault. It made no (laughs) sense that this dude that just got out of jail knows about this this... This island. This well, maybe they told him what he was in jail. told him about it in the pen. And, and they told you know, about it in the joint. He was going to yeah, escape I did a and, bit. and move to this place so he'd never be found. Here's the thing that I definitely wanted to talk about. So, Machine Gunner shows up, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now they got to do what they got to do because the Machine Gunner's there. So, the Machine Gunner has the whole truck stop held hostage, right? Charlie Sheen, yeah. Char- fucking shit. <laughs> Emilio Estevez is pumping gas <laughs> all day. Right? Blisters yeah. on his hands from pumping gas. First of all, if you've ever filled up an 18-wheeler, you do not hold the handle for the entire time it takes to, to fill pump up. The gas. To pump the gas. Why, why, step why away, would you just step use away, the stand kicker? right there. It's yeah, sometimes the, the gas things don't, the gas pumps don't stay. You have to hold it. Okay. So, okay. Say so you do have to, but this was a truck stop. This was a truck stop. Even right. And the guy then, who got killed, the guy in the beginning, he was using it anyway. Yeah. That's how he was sitting down. He yeah. just had it going. Yeah. You just let it go. And then 
All of a sudden, it's so hot. <laughs> he's passing out. And as he's passing out, and he looks at his hands that are slightly blistered. And he's like, what if aliens were in the comet and the aliens were take Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and at the end of the movie, they talk about you don't see it, but you read that there was an alien ship that was taken out by a coincidentally, very topically, Russian weather balloon. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Was it but no it says satellite or something, right? No, it said weather balloon. It said weather in, balloon, in quotes Russian, weather, Russian balloon. weather balloon, quote unquote. Hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. So here's another thing. Now, if you're not from South South Texas, you might not know what Juneteenth is, but Juneteenth is happens on June 19th. Right? Now, well, not South Texas, all of Texas. Um June 19th right Mm -hmm. 1987 that's when this movie started on that day right and I think it was 1999 or 1996 June 19th was when Stephen King got hit and ran over and almost died on June 19th yep Mm. and it was in the book he wrote about that yep that's yep that's when he hit he got hit by like a minivan or something from, like that. In the in the book of the Dark Tower, he he hit and killed uh, one of the major char- characters, the young boy in the um in the Dark Tower, and the uh, main character ended up. You know, he was very upset about that, and he hypnotized Stephen King and told him to finish the story and get your ass off of drugs on June nineteenth. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. That's what he wrote in the book, what happened to him that day. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm just saying that it's coincidental that this movie happens, starts on June 19th, which is the day, the decade later that he got hit by a a minivan. Yeah. It all plays a part. If you ever, um, I do the Dark Tower series. I love the Dark Tower series by Stephen King. I think it's one of the best things that he's ever written. Um, it kept me. It kept me from every single book was just as good as the last one. There was not one that was bad at all. And um, they, he he wraps his life around in this situation about wow. that his whole drug addiction problem and stuff like that and how he had to overcome it. Wow, you know, you know, from the finish the story because a lot of times when the story stopped, he was doing he was on drugs. Yeah. Okay, and then the characters actually played a part and they started talking about that they're not getting any farther in life. They need to go back and go talk to the writer of the story and have him complete the story. And that's what they did. So that sounds interesting. I mean, this movie was interesting to me, too, you know, over the years. And, and, And I mean, jumping from from the Dark Towers to back to this. Um, I really think the iconicism is that a word? It, it is, is today. It is now. The iconicism. It is, yeah. Why not? I like of it. <laughs> that eighteen wheeler is what made this movie forever ingrained in people's mind. Mm, the Cause cover. Because when, when you think of Maximum Overdrive, what do you think of? Emilio Estevez and. I think of the 18 wheeler Green, Green Goblin. Damn it, Deborah, why'd you have to yawn? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. It's, it's been, a long, I'm just, it's I'm been just... a long day for us. Yeah. Well, for, for everybody. No, I, I, when I saw the poster for the, uh, the movie, you know, it shows um, the green, the truck on there. Yep. You know, because it does seem menacing. It does seem pretty tough. But I mean, you got a bunch of rocket launchers. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, they should have just used up all the rockets. On all of the eighteen-wheelers, yeah, but then what if there would have been more eighteen? Because you know how then you build a wall 
of 18 of 18 wheeler bottle yeah yeah a bunk 18 wheelers pretty soon they won't be able to get down that street yep <laughs> there you go yeah but remember when they were putting gas all the 18 wheelers that came it was a lot okay <laughs> there's like ways around this there's holes in this story there is, but there's. I didn't even understand the whole concept of with them, the, why they was going through the sewer, and it looked so. Because they were hiding, because they couldn't. They were first. They were trying to get to that, the salesman, the Bible salesman. Get out of my way, bitch! Because, <laughs> because he was yelling to come help them, and then didn't he and die? Then they found the kid. And yeah. then they're like, "Fuck this guy!" We're gonna they should have the left that kid's lame ass out there because he was already dying. And oh, he's got his pant leg and he's all screaming, save me, Bill, Bob, Dave, yeah. whatever his name is. Save me, Bill, save me, Bill. And they almost got them run over. Shut the fuck up. Kick the dying guy in the face. Yep. And get out the way. That's all I'm saying. I didn't even understand. I don't even understand why they were really like hiding. I mean, from the 18 wheelers, it's not like they, I mean, it's an 18 wheeler, dude. If it sees you coming, it's got to make a really big wide turn to come back around. Or yes, or it's going to take <laughs> forty seconds to get to your spot <laughs> from at a correct angle <laughs> to come get. You. All I know is Completely. that we're making the machines mad right now. <laughs> yeah, bro, we're making the machines mad because that that is glitching out. <laughs> the machines are like, I love this movie, and you're talking about it. <laughs> Johnny Five is gonna come alive. Johnny Five. <laughs> Johnny Five. Yeah, short, short circuit. So I think we're done here. I Johnny Five. <laughs> There's not much more we can say about this. This movie. Oh no, we gotta rate it. We yeah. The, the, let me bring up the calculator of. Uh. Cobb, you over there? You got a bad signal. You're glitching out. I think we lost him. Bob Webb. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> I hear a laugh, but I don't see no moving. All right. So we're going to go. When Back in the I'm day. Here. Went, what? I'm still here. There you go. There you go. Back yeah, in the day, you are too. Back in the I'm day, still I'm here, no, but I'm you guys just, are just not moving. You're not moving. Right. I'm not, you know. Can you see me? Can you see me now? Hold on, hold on, hold on. So back in the day, I would have given this movie a 9.5 rating. But after our conversation today and what I saw last night, I'm gonna give it a five. Deb. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I would have gave it a nine point a nine nine. Also, today I give it a seven point five. What? Yes, it's still one of my favorites. I can still watch this movie over and over. Okay, Cobweb, how about you, my friend? I mean, you just I know, I understand. You just have it on the background, just going on, just like some white noise. You know, and it might put you to sleep. So I'm going to give it a white noise rating. A two. What is it like a one point something? I will never watch this movie ever again. <laughs> it was horrible. I'm going to go watch right I'm now. I'm serious. Like I'm beginning. I'm serious. I'm serious. I did not. I, I, I didn't like it. I didn't think it was good. I can, well, well, the whole concept of how they were ducking and dodging 18 wheelers with rocket launchers. <laughs> Jeez. So that brings it to a grand total on. of Deborah giving it a 7.5, Cobweb giving it a 2, I gave it a 5. It rounds out to 4.8. So a 5. A 5. I can deal with that. Okay. So, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I completely forgot. Deb, you gave it a 7.5? Yep. Cobweb, you gave it a 2? Right? Mm hmm. I gave it a 5. I completely forgot. What? 
Cobb. Are we breaking up on that side? Can you hear us all right? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. Hold on to your shorts. You ready? Come on. Leave me alone. I'm talking to my friends already. Hello, guys. Um, This is Shockey. I got a call from Josh. He told me the movies we were going to watch today was Maximum Overdrive. So I watched the movie, and it had the cookware in the front of the truck, and it made me real scared because it, it had a clown on the back, and it said it was Happy Toys. But on the front, it had the cookware, and the cookware don't make me happy. It makes me scared. And it, it, it had the guy from Three and a Half Men, his brother, the, the Mexican one. And... He was pretty cool, but he was like little tiny short. And his girlfriend, um, she wasn't very pretty, but she was kind of tall. And um, it had this lady that sounded just like Lisa Simpson. And she was just like, ah, ah, for the whole movie. All she did was yell, and it gave me a headache. And so I didn't like the movie because of the recording made me a skirt and because Lisa Simpson talks too much. So I give the movie a five. Okay, so bye, Cosweb. Bye, Dan. Have a good evening. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I, I didn't know. <laughs> Did you, you? You told him this? Yes, we talked you about gave it. him the movie. We talked about it at the, after the last podcast that I was going to message him. I didn't call him. I don't know where the fuck he is that I called him. I messaged him. him. He said you called him, dude. I messaged him and told him that Brendan from Upkick MMA wanted us to do Maximum Overdrive. And he texts back, thumbs up. (laughs) Okay. Was he crying? All right. It sounded like he was crying because he's scared of clowns. No, the Kukui. Dude, the, man, he was terrified of that doggone thing, dude. He, so, but, he said the clown was in the back and so, it said it so was he, Happy Toys. He, he, he gave it a rating of a five. So I'm adding that two there, dividing it by four. And the movie whoa, still gets whoa. a 4.8. The same exact rating. So, Chucky, thank you for your call. Thank you for ad- ad- adhering to our number rating. But apparently, your opinion don't mean shit and it don't do nothing <laughs> because it's the same exact number when it was just the three of us no no don't, don't. <laughs> if I've said it once I've said it twice Deborah, you are 33.3% of the podcast right right Cobweb you are 33.3% of the podcast right you know what that leaves for me right 33.4 and if this motherfucker is gonna say good night to you and good night to you and leave me the fuck out again. <laughs> no, at least he mentioned you. He said, "Yeah, he, he said did, he in a lie. Him. In a lie." <laughs> he was like, "My best friend Josh called me and he told me the movies and and I saw the movie, but it scared me." Good night. <laughs> See, we don't even need him. Just, we'll just have Deb do that shit. He's not no, even listen, one of our patroneers, one of our Club 3P. You gave him you the movie. You the one who flossing him hard like this? <laughs> oh, that's right, because he's the one calling the, the, the podcast line. He's the What's only that one number? calling 786-763-2278, which I should have said at the beginning of this. I'm going to record a tag at the end to put at the beginning what I should have put at the beginning. Somebody, somebody... Other than Chucky. Somebody that's not Chucky. Please call in. But Chucky, don't think that we don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear you, Chucky. Chucky's still our friend. So, But somebody else other than Chucky. Somebody call in. Tell us about Night of the Comet. What you think about Night of the Comet. And once we get a call about Night of the Comet, that's when the rest of us will watch it and we'll we'll record it. But call, leave a message, 786-763-2278. Tell us about Night of the Comet and give us your rating of it. Please. Please. I appreciate it. And and Josh won't call you any names. I will not apologize to Chucky, but I will let you know, Chucky, if you're going to be calling up our podcast, 
with Deb with 33.3, Cobweb with 33.3, and me, myself, Josh, with 33.4. Put some respect on my name. Dude, man, why you always got why you got it tripping on that point one? You always bringing that up all the time. This is literally the first time I've ever brought it up. <laughs> you brought it up all the time. We bring Chucky, it up all the time. Chucky you brought it up this out how many times me. in the podcast? He had brought it up like he even brought it up like a few good times. Like oh, I got the point. I'm point one over you in, in, in cobweb. I'm point one over you in cobweb. I got the point four. Out of the three of us, out of the three of us, who has to stress out dealing with these Chucky people? These Chucky people is just one. What do you mean people? What do you mean people? <laughs> what do you mean by that people? Listen to the way he breathes. He sounds like he weighs like people. <laughs> Multiple. Gosh, gosh, gosh! Come on, come on now! Don't be talking about Chucky, man. He's, he's a cool man. You all good? You you still good with the cobwebs, man? And, he, you know, he, he can't even say your name right. He said my name right. He did, he can't say her name right. He he calls you the cobwebs, and then she's the Deb, and I'm Josh. Well, I am the Deb, <laughs> right? And I am the cobweb. So what's the problem? He's I'm trying you, to understand. He, he's what is you, what is it? People by 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 multiplying you and, and making you. Plural, Cobb's webs. He pluralized you twice. <laughs> Cobb's webs. Bro, look. Look, I'm not the most proficient person in this English language myself because I'm natively, I'm not from here. Well, Joliet. So. Deborah, the first video that we ever posted on YouTube, Deborah and myself, was of a, a rapper, and he was super drunk, and he was trying to tell a joke, and he, and messed he up ruined the joke. the joke, and his friends pointed out that he ruined the joke, and he's like, well, I damn well can't speak English 24-7. English was the only language he spoke. He's like, ever. I don't think anybody can. <laughs> ever. <laughs> exactly. He can't talk all the time correctly. That's what he was trying to say. I understand where he's coming from. You people, were you a school English teacher at some point? You know, I'm just asking. I mean, you're not on addiction on us and stuff. All on uh, Chucky uh, about it. I'm no, done. but he is, he is a I'm perfectionist. Done. Yeah, I like Chucky. No, Josh. He's got respect. Josh is and a perfectionist. And I love you, Josh. I love you, too. I love you, bro. Yeah, yeah. man, dude. Yeah, just relax, man. It's going to be okay. You know what? Look, Chucky, if you feel any kind of way that you're not getting the love from the cast of the pod, I'm personally sorry, bro. I'll be here for you as long, well, until you start signing up for the Patreon. And that's about it. I was going to say, why are you patronizing a non-patron? And we can come pick you up on the bus. I I I want them to sign up. Okay, wait. I didn't even mention that. Any new listeners, any continued listeners, anybody that's within my earshot right now, you're in I'm in your earshot. Whatever. Um, that is a unwritten, not posted on the Patreon benefit that if you are a patron at any level, any level, if there's ever a rapture caused by Dave Batista, the former wrestler, the great actor from Knock at the Cabin, Deborah, Cobweb. And myself will find a way to find a school bus, equip it with chainsaw levers on the side, the word accoutrement on the front, a cow catcher up in front, and our Cast of the Pod logo on the stop sign. We're going to drive up to your house if you're one of our Club 3P. We're going to have some cold water. We're going to try to pick you up. 
And um, what else? And take you to our yacht in the middle of the ocean. Yes, middle of the ocean yeah. yacht. Yeah, so you'll be right. So you'll be safe to a safety spot. Here's yeah. the, th- here's now, the thing. That, here's the I thing. Want, I want him. I want Chucky to come. So he oh, needs, he needs a, buy-in. a Patreon. He needs a buy-in because <laughs> right, he buys be into the Patreon because I want to see. It's, I want to see you two <laughs> sitting next to each other on that bus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We might have to put them separate. <laughs> Right. Chucky up on the top of the roof. <laughs> I'm a Forrest Gump, that motherfucker. I'm a Forrest Gump. What is that? He's gonna walk in, and I'm gonna see him. I'm gonna be like, seats taken. <laughs> Can't sit here. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Can't sit here. So, to all of our patrons out there, oh man, to, to Sam Haim, to Brendan. To Miss Black Cat, to our anonymous <laughs> nobody, and whoever else joins up at patreon.com slash cast the pod. After that rapture hits, right? End of the world. I don't want to say rapture because that means that you didn't get picked to go. End of the world type situation. Listen for this. That's us. That's us. If you hear anything else, don't go out for it. Because <laughs> that's not our horn. Nope. If you hear that, that's DJ Khaled. <laughs> and then you're going to try to get on his bus. And he's going to pop you in the mouth. And he's going to be like, another one. And then drive off. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to get on DJ Khaled's bus. Because you know he's going to be driving a shirt on. He's going to be shirtless. Because he is a fat yep. motherfucker. And they asked him, you, did you see that video? They asked him Which why he's one? fat. He's like, my friends tell me that I need to lose weight. But I tell them, I never lose. I always win. I only win. <laughs> is this where we've gone? Is this where the fuck we've gone with Cast of the Pod? Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens when you give me this movie, man. <laughs> All right, we're done. It's we're done. My whole perspective of life. <laughs> Cobwebs glitching out. And ironically enough, because the, the machines are the mad. machines are taking over. <laughs> Who made hello? <laughs> oh, that was another thing. I'm glad that waitress got it. I'm glad she we got. We made you. You can't do this, bitch. We you didn't you. make nothing. Except that stank ass apple pie that's been on the counter for three days already. Nobody <laughs> even ate it. Somebody got the first piece and they were like, Bleh, and they didn't eat it no more. We might just shut up. <laughs> the coffee. Can you make coffee? It wasn't even coffee. It was like tar. It was barely even coffee. Just oh. sitting there, just baking all day. So you trying to tell me that? Okay, I'm not. I, we're done. <laughs> I'm not gonna go. All right, y'all. Thank you Every for tuning time. in to this great discussion about the 1986. I thought it was a classic, but apparently I was wrong. Maximum Still one of my Overdrive. <laughs> it has a whole bunch of good scenes, clipped out scenes, tied together by a whole bunch of bullshit. So don't forget, you can call us at 786-763-2278. Talk about the movie Night of the Comet. That's not going to be our next one. We're not going to record it until y'all call in. When it, at least one of y'all calls in about it. If we get more than one, we'll play those too. Um, you can hit us up on all social medias at Cast of the Pod. If you want, if you don't want to talk to me, Chucky, why don't you just talk straight to Cobweb at Cobweb four one one C O B W E B four one one. The numbers, Chucky. Don't spell out four one one. It's the numbers four one one. Whoa, hey, bro! I think he understands, man. Jeez, Chucky. Man, I gotta go take a blood pressure pill. You guys separate on the bus. <laughs> Let me get a bus monitor. Seats taken. <laughs> get a bus monitor right there. <laughs> Keep your hands it. Hey, y'all ain't gonna be acting a fool on that damn bus. I'm telling you that right now. If I'm driving. <laughs> <Such shit. laughs> so we have to put one. Hey, black man driving a bus and y'all acting a fool. I'll try to drive through this doggo apocalypse and y'all sit up there fighting in the back.
What's this cup? <laughs> I don't make it. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Gotta act a fool. <laughs> lose my mind. I'm, I'm gonna hit stop. I'm gonna hit stop now. <laughs> Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal.